You're listening to From the Front Row with Letitia Cotto, a podcast for those who want to take center stage in their lives. I'm your MC and number one fan, Letitia Cotto, master life coach, motivational speaker, and Maven Mama. I'm here to show you how to love yourself into the life of your dreams by teaching you how to tap into your innate brilliance and worthiness. If you're ready to let go of what no longer serves you and step into the highest version of yourself, you're in the right place. Let's get it popping. Hey there, honey bunny. It's your girl, Letitia Cotto, and I'm coming at you live from the front row, teaching you how to love yourself into the life of your dreams. We are going to have a wonderful time today. You're going to learn a lot, and then you're going to go out there and execute on all of your tremendo aha moments, and it's going to completely rock your world. I speak it, I believe it, and I receive it. Before we jump into today's episode, let's go over some announcements and housekeeping. Number one, if you haven't already gone ahead and join the Honey Bunny Inner Circle, the HBIC, my gorgeous gang of go-getters, you get access to all sorts of amazing things like my weekly newsletter, which is filled with tips, tricks, and inspiration, my resource library, which is filled with worksheets, wallpapers, meditations, visualizations, uh, the HBIC virtual book club, and you also get a free one-on-one 60-minute jam session, which is a 60-minute life coaching session with yours truly. And if you're already a member, A, I am so grateful that you rock with me. Invite everybody that you know to join. Any HB of my HB is my HB by default. I just wanted to see how many times I could say the word HB. Y'all know I'm silly like that. Number two, download the worksheet for today's episode over at the podcast page uh, for today's episode. If you're listening to this in iTunes, I did leave the link in the summary description, so go on ahead and click and download your worksheet right now. You can take notes, figure out your next steps, and explore what comes up for you. Number three, I always invite you to keep an open heart and an open mind. If I say something that you already know, give yourself permission to experience the information in a new way. I believe that that's life's way of making sure that the wisdom you need at this very moment in time soaks into every cell of your being. I also invite you to take everything I say with a grain of salt. Try it out. If it works for you, use it. If it doesn't, toss it. I am just here sharing my perspective, my experience, my training, and ultimately, it's up to you to, cre- to create a life of your design. And it's an honor for me to support you in that creation. Number four, today's episode is being recorded at Waco Work, uh, a co-working spot here in my hometown of Waco, Texas. So that means you may hear sounds of mucho productivity and making-ish happen going on in the background. That's all good. We're going to make it do what it do. They're going to make it do what it do. And everybody's dreams going to come true. Number five, the title of today's episode is a lyric from the song, What Have You Done For Me Lately? Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, 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 yeah. By uh, Janet Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Y'all know I'll be loving that 80s music. Oh. All right, before I go off on a tangent, let's go on ahead and get started with today's episode because it is 
a really powerful one. And I'm so excited to be sharing uh, with you my thoughts on this particular topic. So one day, oh man, it was probably about six months ago, I was in deep conversation with my best friend, T.A. And I was telling him, you know, T.A. is really hard. Like, Lyric is into everything. And oftentimes, she only wants me. And in the free time that I do have, I feel really guilty if I'm not writing or working on my business. Like, I want to use every moment that I can to really work on, you know, this beautiful business that that I have created. And I feel like I just don't have enough time to work out and to meal plan. Now, not one to hold his tongue because that's just how he is. And one of the many reasons why I love him, T.A. flat out says, "Uh, Tisha, it's not that you don't have time. It's just that it's not a priority to you. Uh, You're the one that told me that Oprah taught you that, remember? Ooh, ouch. <laughs> I mean, there there they were. My own words coming back to bite me in the butt and give me a good awakening right when I needed them the most. I don't have enough time. The excuse that has robbed the entire world of brilliance for centuries. The reason that has stopped people dead in their tracks from doing something beneficial to themselves and to mankind. And the rationale that oftentimes keeps us stuck and unhappy. I can't remember exactly where I heard Oprah teach me the reframe that I'm about to share with you. I think I may have read it in a magazine. It was probably O Magazine. I don't know. But all I know is that her words have always stuck with me. And she basically said, it's not that you don't have time. It's just that it's not a priority to you. And when I read that, it made total sense to me. And I felt empowered by it. Instead of falling victim to father time and outside forces vying for my time, it really does feel more powerful to say, you know what, that's... That's just not really a priority for me right now. So I'm not going to stress myself out on how to make that happen and fit that into my schedule. It just lands differently. Think about it. You know, if you're constantly running around to and fro like a chicken with its head cut off, you're probably not showing up in your life, in your business, uh, with your family, at your job. You're probably not showing up powerfully and authentically. You're probably rushed, frazzled, and barely hanging on by a thread. And that really is a complete disservice to your personal genius, because yes, I believe that every single person on this earth has a personal genius. And it's a complete disservice to the people you really want to serve, be it your family members, your loved ones, um, your clients, your customers, your, your co-workers, you know, so on and so forth. So when TA said that to me, a light went off in my brain, you know, so by reframing the way I was describing the situation, I was able to see where my true priorities lie. So when I said out loud to myself, hmm, it's not that I don't have the time, it's just that working out and eating healthy aren't a priority to me right now. 
When I said that out loud, I realized that I was trying to put my health and personal well-being on the last rung of the ladder. No bueno. (laughs) That is not good. That's not what I teach my students. It's not what I teach my clients. It's not what I talk about here on From the Front Row with Letitia Cotto. That is not what I'm about. You know, self-care is always a top priority. And I preach that all day long until I'm blue in the face. Yet here I was, by virtue of my conversation with TA, saying, it's not a priority to me. And just saying it out loud, saying it in that way, you know, it's not that I don't have enough time. It's that it's not a priority to me. I was able to realize how messed up I was viewing the situation and how messed up I was really prioritizing everything that I need and want to do in my life. And it gave me much needed clarity and it set me straight really quickly. Now, I'm still on the road to... um to fitness and to health and to kind of getting back into movement and exercise, which I absolutely love. And that's something that I'll probably share in a future um, episode. Um, But in that moment, I had so much clarity that, you know, I was trying to make the excuse I didn't have enough time when really it was that I was not placing it as a priority. Honey Bunny, I completely get it. You are a one person powerhouse. You know, you run your meetings, your household, your finances, your passions, your life, and it can feel really overwhelming. I love those memes. Uh, The one that I saw online was with Kendall Jenner and she's like laying down. She's got like tears in her eyes and it says, uh, me trying to excel at work, maintain a social life, drink enough water, exercise, text everybody back, stay sane, survive and be happy. (laughs) That's exactly how it feels. I can't tell you how many times I've stayed in bed with my mind spinning, with everything I need to accomplish, like on loop over and over, just my to-do list, you know, echoing in my mind. Yet I don't actually get out of bed because it just feels like too much. So I literally just stay in the bed and let my to-do list play in my head over and over and over again and just send me into this frenzy of overwhelm. And if this is you, I want you to know that you are not alone. We're all struggling with the juggling, boo. I I want you to know that you are totally capable of rocking your time management skills and truly putting your priorities first in your life and in your career. And right now I'm going to share with you my three-step process for transforming your relationship with your priorities and creating much needed time in your schedule to focus on these priorities. I believe that this is so important that I've created a free workbook that you can download um, over at the podcast page for today's episode. Um, I have a section that says honorable mentions. So I'll drop the link for the free workbook so that you can start working through the steps that I'm going to share with you uh, today. So here's my three-step process for transforming your relationship with your priorities and creating much-needed time in your schedule so that you can focus on what's really important to you. Number one, conduct a one-week 
time audit. Did you know that you're a manager? Yes, I'm talking to you. Even if you don't hold a management position at your job or you're not an entrepreneur or you don't run your household, you are a manager. Every week, you are given 168 hours of time to manage as you see fit. And I want to ask you something, and I really want you to be honest with me and with yourself. Can you honestly tell me how you're spending those 168 hours? Like, can you say, Letitia, this is my allocation. I allocate X amount of hours to sleep, X amount of hours to work, X amount of hours to social media. Can you do that? More than likely, (laughs) and this goes for me too, um, more than likely you cannot. So I want to issue a challenge to you uh, for the next week. I want you to track your activities with specificity. And what I mean by that is this. So yeah, you go to work from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. What did you do during that time? Uh, Did you scroll Facebook for 10 minutes as you waited for your 10 a.m. meeting to start? Uh, Did you swing by Chick-fil-A on your lunch break and then eat it at your desk? Like, I want to know the details of your work day. You know, when you came home from work, did you plop yourself down on the couch and binge watch Schitt's Creek on Netflix? I I feel like I've been talking about Schitt's Creek a lot (laughs) in in the last couple of episodes. Um, I am currently on season three. Uh, TA is the one who said, Tisha, you need to watch this. It's actually really funny. And it took me a couple of episodes to really get into it, but <laughs> and now I absolutely love it. So that's why like all of my references lately are about Shit's Creek. Um, so yeah, did you plop yourself down on the couch and start binge watching Shit's Creek on Netflix? Uh, did you take a shower and then proceed to scroll Instagram in bed as you tried to fall asleep? And was it 2 a.m. before you shut your eyes? And did you have to push the snooze button several times when your alarm went off at 6 a.m.? And when you finally got out of the bed and started to go about your day, did you mutter, oh shit, under your breath as you realized you didn't have any clean clothes to wear yet again because you didn't do your laundry? You know, on Saturday, did you sleep late, head to a boozy brunch with your besties, and then come home for another Netflix a coma. And did you spend Sunday lounging in bed all day, but you still fell asleep at 2 a.m.? I say all of this because it's really important to get clear on how you're spending your time. Because oftentimes we rush around with this thought in our mind that we don't have enough time to fit in XYZ. When the reality is we're just mismanaging the time that we do have. You know, it's only by doing this exercise that you can start to see how much Netflix really consumes your life. You know, if you have a smartphone, uh, I know on the iPhone, it'll also um, let you know how much time you spend weekly on your phone and which apps get the most attention. Now, for me, it's Pinterest, and I know a lot of you know that because that's, you know, that's my jam. I love Pinterest and Instagram. And the first time that I looked at this sort of smartphone time audit that the iPhone has, 
my jaw dropped when I saw 10 plus hours on social media. I said, oh my goodness. I mean, here's the deal. Like part of my business of being a life coach is being online, is, you know, pinning fantastic articles for my followers, pinning, um, you know, quotes. I love quotes, pinning stuff that leads people to my website so they can get to know me. And also being on Instagram, being very active, you know, seeing what other people are doing, so on and so forth. But 10 plus hours in a week, oh, I was mortified. I was embarrassed. And I was like, oh my God, like that's 10 plus hours that I could be reading, that I could be, um, working on my Yes Supply Life Coach training that I could be spending with Lyric, that I could be in the gym. I mean, I was literally just telling TA, I don't have enough time to exercise. Well, there goes your 10 plus hours, Tisha, right there, boo. Uh, Yeah, so when you see where your time actually goes, you can then start freeing up time for what really matters because you have a a realistic picture of what your life is like instead of you kind of eyeballing and doing mental math and saying, ah, well, I sleep about X amount of hours a night. Nah, what does the data say? In business school, we had a a professor named Prashant Kale or Kale. I don't, man, y'all know I be be murking these names and I feel so bad. But he was so intelligent and brilliant and intimidating. And one of the things that he always said is, where is the data? Meaning, don't be telling me all this stuff. Where is the backup for that? So I think it's important for you to do this time audit to see what the data shows you because it's going to be insightful. Number two. So again, number one, conduct a one week time audit. Number two, name your priorities. Name your priorities. So, honey bunny, what is really important to you? To you. You know, maybe you're super career oriented or you love being a stay-at-home parent. Or maybe you value learning new skills or you love nothing more than reading poetry on your lanai. I love the word lanai. It reminds me of the Golden Girls, so I had to throw that in there. I, I hope to have a lanai one day. Uh, or perhaps me time is your daily hot yoga class where you literally feel like you're sweating out every problem, worry, or anxiety you've ever had, you know, or perhaps you care deeply about the environment or black lives matter or, uh, women's equal pay, you know, these, these hard topics that we really need people to care about and have an opinion about and go out there and learn how to compost and reduce your carbon footprint, organize and make, you know, meaningful change. You know, think about what matters deeply to you and write it down in your own handwriting. Uh, When you write stuff down in your own handwriting, what you're really doing is you're using all of your five senses to come together um, to sort of cement into your soul that which is important to you because you're writing. So there's the sense of touch. You can see it. If you say it out loud, you can hear it and you can feel within you what comes up for you as you're writing this out. You know, oftentimes we go through life feeling like something is off and we just can't put our finger on it. 
And that's because we are not in alignment with what truly matters to us. And the reason why we're not in alignment is because we haven't taken the time to get crystal clear on what those priorities are in the first place. Newsflash, honey bunny, we all have different priorities. You know, different things matter deeply to us. For example, I value autonomy and freedom. You know, it's probably the Sagittarius in me. And that may not necessarily be the top, top, top priority for you. Perhaps for you, it's all about safety and stability. And these differing priorities may guide us to make very different decisions, you know, decisions that are authentic to who we are and what we really value. You know, I may feel fine just renting an apartment because in a year I have the option to get up and go, to try something new, the freedom to move around. And you may want to purchase a home because you want that feeling of forever. And there's nothing wrong with either of those things. What's important is that you know that that's what's important to you. And another thing I want you to consider is how your initial priorities were formed. So a funny thing can happen as we grow up. You know, we take on other people's priorities. You know, whether it's our parents, our friends, our culture, we take on what others deem to be important. And maybe we haven't really stopped to think about what is truly important to us. You know, so for example, If your parents always talked about the importance of a college education, you may have this thought that getting a college education is the only way to quote unquote make it in the world. And you may feel a lot of guilt and shame for not getting your bachelor's. And you may beat yourself up daily because you're not measuring up to the level of success, um, that your parents preached about day in, day out throughout your entire childhood. And here's the thing. The reality is that a college education, especially in 2019, uh, is not necessarily a prerequisite for success. You know, we have all sorts of access to resources and technology that simply was not available 30 years ago. And there are so many successful entrepreneurs out there who didn't go to college or didn't finish college and they have changed the way that we live our lives with their inventions, right? What really matters in this example is that you assess what is important to you. And perhaps you don't want to shell out the money for a degree, right? Maybe you'd rather invest that money in real estate and then hire capable employees to fulfill the strategic and operational processes that make a real estate business run. There are literally a gazillion ways to do something. And we tend to get stuck in viewing the world or viewing our options in a this or that mentality. And it causes a lot of stress and shame and self-bashing when it doesn't really need to. Um, As long as you know what your priorities are and you are living a life that is in alignment with those priorities, you're going to be happy. And that's what matters. It's when you're trying to do things that other people are telling you that you should do, um, that you feel that funk that comes from being out of alignment with that which is truly important 
to you. So again, number two, name your priorities. And I also want to say this, um, you know, I know, especially for us women, we have a tendency to want to people please, to keep the peace, to make those around us in our lives happy. We love a sense of harmony, a sense of relationship. Um, You know, human beings in general, we're relational creatures. And I totally get that. And I want you to always remember that, yes, you're in a relationship with your partner, you're in a relationship with your parents, you're in a relationship with your friends and the ladies at the junior league and your children and your coworkers, and you're also in a relationship with yourself. And that relationship is just as important as all of the other ones, because at the end of the day, you're the only person that's with you from the very moment that you enter this world until the very moment that you leave it. And so I think there's something to be said about being able to really look at yourself in the mirror and know that you're doing right by yourself or at least making the attempt to do right by yourself. So I'm not necessarily saying that you should not take other people into consideration, that you shouldn't take other people's priorities into consideration. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that, yes, they're important and you're important too. So while you're thinking about like, oh, you know, it's important to my hubby that, you know, X, Y, Z happens. I want you to include yourself in that conversation and say, what does Honey Bunny want? Because that is just as important, okay? What you want, what's important to you, what matters to you, what your priorities are, are absolutely important because you showed up to life to live this life. This is your life, boo. It ain't nobody else's. And yes, you got other people in your circle that are affected by your decisions and this is your life. It's my life. It's now or never. Y'all know I'd be loving John Bon Jovi. Yeah, let me get back on track. I completely, I ain't gonna live forever. Oh, anyways. So again, number two, name your priorities. Number three, let go of anything that doesn't align with your priorities. Let go of anything that doesn't align with your priorities. So once you've stated your priorities, it becomes easier to make decisions because you now are using your priorities as a, as a guide, as a litmus test, as a gauge for your life. There are literally an infinite amount of options of what you could do with your life, what you could do, you know, in your career. And it can be really hard to determine which way to go, especially in today's world where we literally have access to the entire globe. When you know what your priorities are, decision-making becomes easier because you always view your decision through the lens of your priorities. And now that you've conducted your one-week time audit and you've stated what is important to you, Um, The third step, you know, is to see if there is a mismatch or are you completely in alignment? Are you spending your time in a way that reflects what's important to you? Now, if there's a mismatch between your time management and your priorities, don't beat yourself up. We've all been there. 
the the purpose of this exercise is not to make you feel bad about you know not making your priorities a priority now that you're aware of it you can do something about it so from now on your new time management best practice is to say no to anything that does not align with your priorities whatever you wrote down that is important to you when faced with the decision If it is not on that list of priorities, guess what, boo? The answer is no. And I think you say no in like, (laughs) in like different nine, you know, no. Um, I could show it to you in sign language yet, but no is like no in many different languages is my point. I know you're thinking, well, how would this look like in my life, Letitia? Well, I'm glad you asked, honey bunny, because I'm going to tell you. So let's say... You're invited to chair the spring gala committee, all right? And it's a huge time commitment, and you'd pretty much be spending all of your waking hours organizing, planning, and directing a volunteer staff of 50 people. Huge deal, okay? However, one of your priorities is self-care and rest. And you can already feel your temples throbbing from the stress, of having to send a million emails to the caterer about the food options and having to repeat yourself a gazillion, million, trillion times to all of these different volunteers and all of these different moving parts. You know, you're already exhausted and you haven't even said yes to the, to the position, to being the chair of the Spring Gala. Well, guess what your answer is? Boo. Uh, your answer is no. Hard pass. Not going to do it. Sorry. Thank you. But no, thank you. Uh, and why? Okay, it does not align with your priorities. Okay. So the answer is no. It isn't truly important to you. So will the ladies at the junior league or at your volunteer organization be upset? Maybe. Uh, but if they're your friends and if they truly get it, they'll understand. And if not, they're not a priority either because you've identified that another one of your priorities is genuine relationships, aka no more people pleasing, no more doing things just because you don't want to ruffle feathers, you don't want people not to like you, so on and so forth, right? It's about you liking yourself. Remember, you're in a relationship with yourself. Here's the deal. An empty well serves no one. It serves no water. So if you keep saying yes to things that make other people happy or like fill an empty void in your life or you're trying to kind of distract yourself from the fact that you're lonely or having you know problems at home, I've done that before, uh, you will eventually hit a wall. Uh, whether it's adrenal fatigue or panic attacks, you know, your body is going to start to talk to you and say, hey, this is not working. We got to make a change. Don't let it get to this point. Remember, an empty well serves no water. An empty well serves no one. You now know what's important to you. You've named your priorities and you've identified that go, go, go is a no, no, no. (laughs) Go, go, go is a no, no, no for you. Honor that. Honor your priorities and let them guide your life. 
This may mean turning down a six-figure job that's eventually going to burn you out with stress or saying no to margaritas at Nymphas, which is a Mexican restaurant here in Texas, saying no to margaritas at Nymphas because you're focused on sobriety and you're focused on your health or declining being in your cousin's wedding because you've already been in five weddings this year and you're spent both physically and monetarily. If you're having a hard time getting the words out, feel free to throw me under the bus. Hey, you know, my virtual life coach has told me that if it doesn't align with my priorities, I must say no. So the answer is no. That's it. In fact, you don't even have to say that. No is a complete sentence. And I think, you know, at first it's kind of hard to do that, especially if you're the type of person that constantly says yes to every request that comes in. No is a complete sentence and you got to start using it and exercising it as a muscle. And the truth is the time has come for you to get comfortable with saying no, because every time you say no to something that's not a priority, what you're really doing is saying yes to yourself. I'm going to repeat that. Every time you say no to something that's not truly a priority to you, you're really saying yes to yourself. And I don't know about you, but I want to say yes to myself more. Now, don't get it twisted. I'm not giving you a hall pass to shirk your responsibilities. I am not saying, oh, you know, the job you currently work at isn't a priority. Quit. Nah, boo, that is not what I'm saying at all. So say you've identified that financial freedom and taking care of your family are priorities to you. Part of that is showing up at your job, doing your best and making your money. And if you're really unhappy at work, that means that you use your free time to figure out your next steps. You know, either finding a job that lights you up or maybe even creating a company that will light you up, you know, or whatever, whatever it is that your brilliant mind comes up with. Because I truly believe you already have all the answers to every question or dilemma that you're facing right now. You know, that means using your free time towards making it happen instead of posting up on the couch and surfing Hulu. Oh, yeah. So again, I want to mention I've created the workbook that walks you through these three steps so that you can audit your time, name your priorities and figure out if and where there's any mismatch between what you truly want and how you're managing your time. And again, it's going to I'm going to drop the link on the podcast page for today's episode so that you can. Uh, download it and check it out. So please do that. And let me know your results. I love hearing from y'all. Honey bunny, you've got one precious life. Like this is it. This is not a dress rehearsal. This is the full show. And what a shame it would be to get to the end of it all and regret all of the times you put your real priorities last. You know, all because you you put people pleasing and, and others priorities first. You were made to experience an authentic life, one that is true to you and that is of your own choosing. 
And I want you to know that you are absolutely worthy of living life on your own terms. So get really clear on how you've been spending your time. Name your priorities. And if your time management and your priorities are not lining up, let go of anything that is out of alignment with what is really important to you. Because when you let that go, you free up time to focus on what is important to you. Now it's your turn. Leave a comment on the podcast page for today's episode and let me know the results of your time audit and declaration of priorities. What really surprised you and how are you now going to take action? What are you saying no to? Leave a comment with all of this. I want to know. I'm cheering for you. Like you're channeling your inner toddler and everything is no, no, no. (laughs) From the front row. Letitia. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you for rocking with me today. Make sure and subscribe so that you don't miss out on all this goodness. If you love this episode, leave a glowing review on iTunes and share with a friend. Don't forget, the show don't stop here, honey bunny. Join me over at LetitiaCotto.com or find me on Instagram and Pinterest at I am Letitia Cotto. You'll find uplifting quotes, life-changing tips and tricks, and a whole lot of inspiration. It's an honor to support you from the front row.